0: Which means you're probably not catching this live threads is the new twitter knockoff that meta has put out and you can find me on there same place well same handle as everywhere else coach josh wood on instagram threads twitter even youtube which reminds me check out the youtube channel coach josh wood youtube channel has hundreds at least hundreds of instructional videos and exercise demonstrations and all sorts of useful things, talks I've done, other podcast interviews, all sorts of great stuff, great place to surf around and look for some good resources. Other than that, there is something that we're contemplating doing. I have to figure out how to do it in this live format, but I want to do an interview. And what I want to do is interview our nutritionist, Abby and so i want to do a special live stream in the very near future in which abby and i discuss nutrition what i would like out of that is of course questions so if you have any questions about nutrition or anything adjacent to nutrition drop it in the comments of this live stream and i will write those down and then we'll cover that stuff with the nutrition podcast so Keep your eyes open. I'll post in the group about when we're gonna do that, but I'm hoping to set this up in the next couple weeks. So more questions, more good. And as always, invite your friends, bring them into the group. This is how community is started. You don't have to know each other. We all start as strangers and then strangers eventually can become friends and at least community. So always try to support people here. Always looking to hear your stories and your challenges and your wins. Stuff we talk about every week. Keep them coming and remember last week's prescription was to go outside. I want to see what you're doing outside. Share those photos, share those videos in the group. Whether you're working out, hiking, I want some scenery in my life. So drop that in the group and uh, bring your friends in. Make them share their life story as well and then we'll support them and help them where they need it. Now, let's talk about what we've been looking at in the group this week. So every week, we start off with a discussion piece. And this week, it was all about what is it or where is it that you like to train best? Where is your favorite spot? And to save you some trouble trying to figure out what the answers were, they're basically all said something along the lines of an empty gym. And I don't, I don't blame anybody. Empty Gym is a wonderful place. It's the promised land. It's the holy land. It's where we all want to do our training, generally speaking, except for those group fitness kids. So what is that? Why is that? Is it because we can have our own music? Is it because we don't have to fight people for equipment? What is it about the Empty Gym? My guess is that it's primarily about the space space to not have to wait for equipment. There's not much we can do about that. You know, a lot of you even train at home. You have the empty gym. You're living the best life. Something I wanna look at though is what about our training space can be beneficial to us? Does it matter where we train? Yeah, it does. We talked about it last week. We're talking about green spaces, green exercise. The introduction of not even just nature sounds, but nature imagery in our training space has a beneficial effect on our ability to train and our outcomes, and particularly our recovery. So we can maximize the space that we train in in a number of ways. First of all, having a coherent space. If you're a home gym trainer and you just use some bands or some dumbbells, have a dedicated space. Maybe you're like... Libby, we talked about last week. You know, she has her, not a balcony, what do you call it? Libby trains on her veranda. And she does it in the dark, in the mornings, even when there's snow on the ground. Because that's her training space. I train in my garage. If you follow me on mostly Instagram, you will have seen my garage gym. It is a simple thing. I do have a fold-out squat rack, which was my big uh, pandemic lockdown panic purchase. It's a squat rack from Morgan. That's what it is, Morgan Sports here in Australia. Bolted into the concrete walls and it folds out. But I almost never ever use it. I use dumbbells for everything. And I have my dumbbells set up to facilitate streamlined training. I have two sets of home dumbbells. They're those little handles and the weights are the small what we call standard plates with the one inch hole, little screw on end caps. I have two of those set up. I have one set up for lightweight stuff, and I keep a pair of fat grips on that, and those never get above, say, 10 kilos. And then I have another set that's almost always at 22 and a half kilos, and I moderate reps and in intensity based on that weight. And so, like yesterday's workout, I had a uh, seated shoulder press at that weight, and then I dropped to uh, What was it? Upright rows. And then I took the light handles with the fat grips and I supersetted lateral raises with front raises. I didn't have to do any big changing of weights. I did think I dropped some weight off those bigger dumbbells for the upright rows. You know, often I'll do bench press, supersetted with bent over row. Don't change the weight. I just work up higher on reps or less in reps. And then I grab the light handles for accessory work once I've already fatigued to the bigger muscle groups. Those handles cost me 20 bucks. I got a bunch of free weights from uh, my buddy Dave and the tip shop and then I bought some on the marketplace for a couple bucks. Like, get it cheap, keep it simple, set up a space, corner of your living room, corner of your bedroom, outside your front door, keep the weights loaded if you can and streamline it. Because the problem we have with public gyms is waiting for all the goddamn equipment. People are hogging it. And that ruins not only the workflow, but our time management. And so one thing you can do to mitigate the difficulties of that is, of course, knowing exercise variants you can use when something is taken. If you can't get a bench for your chest press, use a seated machine chest press. Use a cable machine, floor press, push-ups knowing at least one or two contingencies we talked about contingency plans two weeks back but having at least two contingency exercises for each one on your training program means not only can you quickly add some variation in there if you've been doing the same stuff too much but also you can adapt to a busy gym space ideally you'll have a target muscle or movement and you'll have a free weight variation a machine variation and a cable variation and you can youtube all there's a ton on my youtube channel but you should have some contingencies if you don't have a coach to do that for you. The empty gym is obviously a blank canvas. So what are we missing when it gets full? It's access to equipment and time management. It's streamlining the process. It all creates stress. I'm always having to ask how many sets do you have left? Some 16-year-old bench press guru is sitting on the bench for 30 minutes chatting on his phone. So if you're at home, you can make it easier. If you're at the gym, have contingencies. Make sure you know what exercises you can swap out for if equipment is full. Know what time you're going to be there and if that's time that you're going to have to fight for equipment. I know a number of of clients who have a really hard time uh, if they miss their normal workout window because then it's the after-school rush or the after-work rush. So that's stuff that you need to think about. The other thing I want to look at is what's motivating you at the gym if you love the empty gym because you get to listen to whatever you want obviously many of us use the gym space and exercise as therapy as something cathartic as something that is healing for us and we like to get into our groove and put our headphones on and listen to what we want to listen to or blast it over the spe- the speakers now i've learned my lesson as a coach about letting other people choose music for their training because I used to coach a lady in boxing, uh, and she would play one song on repeat every time. And that song was Stir Fry by Migos, if you want to look that up. Imagine that on repeat for 30 minutes. So you got to have limits there. But if the music is what gets you going, it's kind of like pre-workout, it's a valuable tool. But if you become habituated to it, you lose some of your edge. Pre-workout, caffeine taken all the time, doesn't really have any new benefits for you. That's your baseline. So it's a detriment if you don't have it, but it's a net not benefit if you continue it, which is why you need to desensitize. One of the things that I started doing years ago was training in silence. Turning off, if I had the gym to myself, because I worked at gyms, if I had the gym to myself, I turned off all the music. I got so tired of the noise. But also, I wanted to see if I could work hard without having to be emotionally excited. And then, especially because at the time I was doing a lot of powerlifting, and I was competing, and then when it came time for the testing sets, the big sets, or competition, then I cranked up the tunes, I cranked up the angry music, the shit that got me going. Uh, And my my go-to track is Anti-Up by M.O.P. You can look that one up too. Uh, that's like my, it's my jam. But I use that as a aid, as a energy enhancer, as a performance enhancer, because it was new stimulus and it wasn't my baseline. So there is a lot of value to what we call intrinsic motivation. Not doing the pre-workout, not blasting your headphones just to get through a daily workout Getting good at making yourself do the work, once you've set the habit, then allows you to utilize those other tools to really get their full benefit. Instead of setting your baseline up here, and I'm indicating above my head, your baseline is level, and then you step up using these performance enhancers when you need to, and that also allows you to recover better. That reduces the need for recovery time because you're not so excited. You don't have to then recover from being in a heightened emotional state, as well as punishing your muscles. So there's, there's pros and cons. Now, there is also the argument that if you're working harder all the time, you're going to elicit greater results in the long run. And that's absolutely true. This is where things like creatine and caffeine are great performance enhancers because they allow you to work hard. But you have to, with the stimulants like creat not creatine, stimulants like caffeine, you do have to take some time off to elicit the results. Otherwise, that's just your baseline and you're not going above and beyond. And then if you don't have it, you're sinking into a dip and that ain't good for you either. So playing around with how stimulated you are, playing around with how excited you get with your training on the daily basis can give you some new variation, can give you some new stimulus, but also help you utilize those performance enhancing things to a greater extent. So desensitize, no sorry, resensitize to caffeine by deloading, resensitize to the music that elicits a heightened emotional state by chilling out as you go into your workouts, then using those when you really need to put in that extra effort, especially if you're doing anything competitively. So a few things to think about there. Intrinsic motivation, streamlining your workflow, whether it's at the home or the gym, trying to line things up so you have less barriers to getting the work done. If you're at home, set up the equipment ahead of time. Make sure it's always set up. I have a band sitting on the other side of this desk so that every time I come into this office, I can do a set of banded hammer curls because that's the little thing I'm focusing on now too. I need to get some more bicep growth. I don't have time to do arm workouts all the time but I can get a bunch of reps all the time, little bits here and there. So what we call greasing the groove. So streamline your workflow, learn how to utilize intrinsic motivation so that your performance enhancers are more effective when you need them and have contingencies for the movements that you might have to fight for equipment for in the gym. Learn some machine movements, learn some cable movements, learn some body weight variations, and always have some free weight variations as priority in most cases. Pick your favorite, have two variations for each one. That's the easiest way to make sure you're not always trying to get that one piece of equipment that everybody else wants. So we can't always have an empty gym, but aside from the noise and the the rabble that rolls into busy gyms, you can make a more streamlined and effective experience in any gym space. Other thing I wanted to talk about today was the Lean for Life 2023 weight loss challenge has just finished its first week. And I've been hearing a lot of things that I really expected to hear. I've been at this for a while. You hear a lot of the same stuff, just coming in, let's say different accents. So when we look at the challenges that people are facing in their first week of this challenge, almost all of them come down to their own judgment of themselves. How crazy is that? Everyone is like, oh my gosh, I'm not getting my food perfect on week one. I'm really struggling because I'm not doing my workouts perfectly on week one. I'm really struggling because I didn't manage my time perfectly on week 1 and it's never like i couldn't manage this exercise i couldn't find a good protein source today it's it's like i couldn't attain perfection in the very first week of doing something i've never done before where i have five different things on my plate that are brand new and i couldn't do it perfectly And it's in an online space, so I can't give them the coach look. Which says, come on. That's what you're worried about? Because that's what I want to do. Because I look at them all, and every single one of them killed it this week. I've got like half these people on holidays. Skiing trips, weddings, stuff like that, and they're like, I couldn't eat 100% perfect while I'm in Fiji. And it's like, well, yeah. But did you get your step count? Yeah. Did you get your protein pretty good? Well, yeah. Did you do that normally? No. Well, holy shit, you're already on a path to a completely different life in six months. This is the thing. It's it's not about perfection. You're not perfect. I'm not perfect. We're never gonna be perfect. We're gonna do better. We're gonna do better every day. And if you take one more step, than you did the day before. Uh, That's a lot of math that I can't figure out, but it means you're gonna do a whole lot more steps by the end of the month, by the end of six months, by the end of a year. It's a massive amount. You know, if it's one more step than the day before, you can have an extra 300 plus steps a day by the end of the year. Two years, completely different. If you're adding an extra gram of protein, well, that's probably not very sustainable. But the idea is that it's those tiny noticeable things each day one extra minute on the treadmill, a little bit of extra protein, an extra couple reps on one of your sets. And then next week you add an extra couple reps to another set. And these tiny noticeable things, these baby steps, they move mountains. Because tiny noticeable thing is TNT. And TNT is what it takes to move mountains. It's not complex, it's progress. It's not perfection, it's progress. And so all these people are, worrying about these tiny things when they've done things completely differently this week than they've ever done in their life. They've taken literally tens of thousands of more steps across the week. Most of them have at least doubled their normal protein intake. They've done workouts, in. in the case of a bunch of people, they've never done workouts. This is brand new to them. And they're like, I only did three out of four. That's a million percent more than you've done previously. So they're all killing it. The fact that they're doing this and putting in the work means they're killing it. They're trying. And next week's gonna be better. And the week after that's gonna be better. So all I can say is don't don't sweat the little stuff. Just do better each day. And in the long run, that's about all we can really do, right? Well, folks, I think that's me for today. As always, if you have any questions, if you have any thoughts, if you have any concerns, feel free to hit me up or reach out through the Facebook group to any of the team members or through the website. Hit us up with questions. Share your stories. We love hearing your stories. You know what? I'm going to shout out one of the group members, uh, two group members actually. So in the Become Strong for Life Facebook group, we've got people from all over the place. They're not all clients. This is a public group. Uh, Let's shout out to Beck getting back into the gym and we know this because she posted a selfie because you haven't had a workout if there wasn't a selfie and she's had some time off so it's awesome to see that and sierra never been a client but she is posting some amazing progress that she's done on her own i saw a post uh today on her instagram And she lost 125 pounds. She looks like a completely different person. And the kind of effort that takes to change from your high school body, if you're overweight as a young person, it's incredibly hard to lose that weight as an adult without very concerted effort. And to see that kind of change just always blows my mind, especially when people do it on their own. Like it's just the consistency and dedication to the process is phenomenal. And I love people sharing that because that is the shit that motivates other people. Seeing people overcome is the most motivating thing. So great stuff to see this week. Anyhow, that's enough from me. Thanks for letting me talk and thanks for tuning in. If you have any thoughts, questions, concerns, hit me up. If you have any stories to tell, send them my my way, tag me in something, post them in the group. I love seeing and sharing these success stories. And in the meantime, just keep putting in the good work and uh, we'll see you next time. nutrition, drop it in the comments of this live stream and I will write those down and then we'll cover that stuff with the nutrition podcast. So keep your eyes open. I'll post in the group about when we're going to do that, but I'm hoping to set this up in the next couple weeks. So more questions, more good. And as always, invite your friends, bring them into the group. This is how community is started. You don't have to know each other. We all start as strangers and then strangers eventually can become friends and at least community. So always try to support people here. Always looking to hear your stories and your challenges and your wins. the stuff we talk about every week. Keep them coming. And remember, last week's prescription was to go outside. I want to see what you're doing outside. Share those photos, share those videos in the group, whether you're working out, Life. He- Welcome to Strong for Life Live, this is Coach Josh Wood here in Hobart, Tasmania. And the big question today is, are you training in the right space? Before we get into that, let's do some announcements. So if you have been living under a rock or you don't use Meta products, which means you're probably not catching us live, Threads is the new Twitter knockoff that Meta has put out. And- and the kind of effort that that takes to change change from your your high school school body. body. If you're you're overweight overweight as a young young... just always always blows my mind, mind. especially when when people do it on their own. Like it's It's just just the consistency consistency and dedication dedication to the process. process It's phenomenal. it's phenomenal. And I love, and I love people, people sharing, sharing because, because that, that is the shit, shit that motivates, motivates other people. Seeing people, people overcome, overcome is the most, the most motivating, motivating thing. thing. So great stuff so to, to see this week. Anyhow, anyway, that's enough, that's from enough me. for me. Thanks that's for letting me talk I'm and talking. thanks for thanks tuning in. in. If, if you, you have, have any have thoughts, thoughts, questions, questions concerns, hit me up. If you have any stories stories to tell, tell, send send them my 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 way, way, tag me in in something, something. post Post them in the group. group. I love love seeing seeing and sharing 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 these success success stories. stories. Oh yeah, I was going to tell you about my dream last night. Uh, As far as I'm aware, I spent the entire night thinking up and then proposing, or yeah, creating a proposal and then proposing a new system of scenic bike trails uh, around and through Hobart. How? Oh.